welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about specifically overlanding and or dispersed camping in Hoosier National Forest. Um, you know, I have a lot of videos on my channel that are about Hoosier National Forest. I've gone on a lot of trips to Hoosier National Forest. It's kind of my stomping grounds, if you will, um, because it's the closest national forest that I have to my house in Indiana. Um, but one thing that I've never really done is talked a lot about Hoosier National Forest itself and kind of how to like break into checking it out and going dispersed camping in Hoosier National Forest. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to give you some sort of specific entry points and kind of how to get in. I'm going to talk in general a little bit about how dispersed camping in the National Forest works. And then I'm going to give you some tips and some pointers. And I'm going to talk a little bit about Tread Lightly, which I think is really important. And we're already seeing spots getting shut down in Hoosier National Forest. So I really want to encourage you guys, if you come out here to check it out based on this video, help me out right like get out here and help me clean some stuff up clean up your site when you come out make sure that you you know do some of the things that we'll talk about later on in this video slash podcast as far as treading lightly and making sure that you're taking care of the environment so that other people can enjoy it right so but let's get into Hoosier National Forest kind of a guide to overlanding slash dispersed camping in Hoosier National Forest Alright, so as I mentioned, I'm in Hoosier National Forest right now. Today I'm going to be talking about, you know, getting into and trying out dispersed camping and or overlanding in Hoosier National Forest. Um, Hoosier National Forest, for those of you that don't know, is located in sort of southern Indiana. And I will put, you know, links in the description down below to kind of entry points for Hoosier National Forest. There's a bunch of them, so I'm not going to hit all of them, but I will hit as many as possible. Just to kind of show you, you know, no matter where you're coming from, that there's a way to kind of get into it. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Let's start with talking about differences between Hoosier National Forest or a national forest and something like a state park. Um, a national forest is basically sort of like government-owned land, right? So it is, it is land that is owned by the federal government that is not regulated per se. Now, it is regulated. There are rules. You need to go to the website, which I will put in the description below for Hoosier National Forest. You can't just do whatever you want out here. It's not, uh, you know, just free for all. Um, but what I mean by that is it's not regulated like a state park where you have to pay an entry fee, where there are certain, you know, sites and things that you can do. It's just an open uh, plot of land with roads, basically gravel roads that go through it. And there are dispersed campsites, a.k.a. campsites off the road that are just spread out throughout the National Forest that you can use. Now, the difference is, again, with a state park, right, you have to make a reservation, you have to pay a fee, um, you have to tell them when you're coming, when you're leaving, that kind of thing. With a National Forest, 
it's open and it's first come first serve. So when you get here and you come in, whichever entry you come in, um, you know, I get people all the time that are like, give me some spots, give me a site, give me this. I don't really, I try not to do that too much. I'll give you a couple spots usually as like starting points. And I may post those up here in the description of the video, just to give you a couple of spots to give you something to your GPS to latch onto, to get started. But then really the best part of this whole thing, the whole point of overlanding is to get out and explore, right? The journey is, is what you're going for more so than the, than the destination, right? So you're not really just trying to find a spot and camp you're driving through these beautiful wood i mean look at where i am right now right like it's it's 70 degrees it's perfect it's beautiful there are birds chirping it's silent there's no one around i i absolutely love it i even you can probably tell from my voice i have a cold right now and i told my wife i said i know i don't feel good but this is the last time it's going to be like this we're busy the rest of october like i'm not going to be able to go again and the weather's only going to get worse from here so i'm going this weekend even if i'm sick so i'm out here for you guys i'm out here shooting a video shooting podcasts talking about gear and stuff for you guys but also i'm out here selfishly for myself because it's so beautiful and the weather is so perfect this is the best time to come camping in my opinion fall anyways um, but so you find a spot, right? And it's first come first serve. So if someone's already there, you wave and you know, you drive out and you keep going and you keep exploring. So again, if I put some spots in the description down below, just use those as, as like beacons to sort of start, but then drive through the gravel roads, check out the sights and sounds, check out what, what, what all's in Hoosier National Forest, right? Go exploring. And then if you find a site that's really pretty, you might find one that's right off the road. Maybe you're not comfortable being way back in the woods. You just want to be right by the road. So you know how to get out. There's no confusion. Perfect. There's tons of sites like that. Um, or alternatively, like where I am right now, and you can't see, but I, I'm, I'll show you here in a second. Um, I'm like probably 300, 400 feet back from the road and it kind of goes over a big hill and then down a little dip and then it spreads out down here. And I'm in this whole big, huge area that is just open and beautiful, but with good shade and trees and everything. And it's just, I mean, it's just... You could go to a state park and you could be 10 feet away from another, you know, campsite and 10 feet away from one on the other side and there's kids screaming and dogs barking and generators running and all this stuff. Or, in my opinion, the best thing to do is get out and go dispersed camping. Get out here and enjoy nature, be away from everyone, get some silence, get some peace. Um, it's amazing. So anyways, so that is what dispersed camping is, right? So basically you go into the national forest, you explore, you find a spot. If it has a fire ring, if it's already an established trail, kind of like little road back to a dispersed spot, you're probably fine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So then once you find that dispersed spot, right, how does it work? So basically with like a national forest, there are not facilities. Now there are some, in Hoosier National Forest specifically, there is a place called the, the Horse Park or something like that, um, that is intended for people that bring horses out here to ride horses. And there are bathrooms, uh, you know, there are pit toilets, so just no water or anything like that. It's just a literal hole in the ground with a toilet seat on top of it. You go to the bathroom, but they provide the toilet paper, they provide all that stuff. Most of these dispersed spots, though, are not like that. You have to be self-sufficient. So you do have to bring like a collapsible toilet or a five gallon bucket with like a toilet seat on top of it. You need to be prepared. You need to bring your own toilet. So that is one thing that I get asked all the time is, where do I go to the bathroom? How do I do that? you do have to be self-sufficient with your bathroom needs. Same thing goes for cooking and food, right? So obviously when you're out here in the middle of nowhere, you need to bring like a stove and some propane or, you know, something to cook with. Or you could have a fire and you could do a fire and you could bring some sort of like a grate or something like that and you could cook over the fire. 
Or you could just, you know, you could go as simple as like stopping at a gas station on your way in and grabbing a sandwich or two from, you know, a pre-made sandwich and bringing that in and eating that. You don't have to be crazy or fancy. You could also do what backpackers do and just boil some water and bring some of those, you know, freeze-dried meals, pour boiling water into it. I mean, it can be really simple. It, it is not meant to be intimidating. You don't have to be a professional chef that's going to come out here with and cook a, a 27 course meal, right? You just don't have to do it. Um, so be as simple or as complex as you want. I know some people, a lot of people that I know that I'm very jealous of because they're planners and they're very much smarter than me are people that pre-plan their meals and then they like bag them, right? So like if you have like a fridge or a cooler or something like that, and they just sort of bag up these meals that are pre-made, like, I don't know, like chicken and pasta and stuff like that. And then you bring it out and you basically just like heat it up in a pan and you're good to go. Um, I've heard of people going and getting like bird's eye meals, those frozen meals of like fettuccine Alfredo or that kind of thing, putting them in a cooler or a fridge, bringing those out here. And then again, throw them in a skillet and basically you're just cooking over a fire or a grill or something like that. And you're cooking your food super easy, right? Freeze dried stuff is basically just boiling water, pouring it into a bag, letting it rehydrate and then eating it. So, I mean, it can be really simple. You bring snack foods. You don't have to be super crazy. Um, so, but you do have to be responsible for your own stuff. Um, same with trash. So that is a thing too, that I get asked a lot is, you know, when I go out there, where, what do I do with my trash? How do I go to the bathroom? Do not. And I'm not trying to be like super like high horse here, but like it, it blows my mind how people can be kind of gross sometime. Um, Everybody says, just dig a hole and just poop in the ground. Okay, sure, but you're using toilet paper. So if you're putting trash on the ground, you're ruining it, right? Someone's going to step in that. Someone's, it's just gross. So again, bring something like a bucket. Bring something like that. Do not go to the bathroom just on the ground in the National Forest. It's disgusting, and it is not the way to do it. Sorry for those of you watching. I had to move the camera because we got a ton of sunlight all of a sudden, which is beautiful and nice, but not so good for videography. So... Anyways, um, continuing on, what do you need to go dispersed camping in Hoosier National Forest? Um, one thing that I will say is a, a lot of the times I hear from people like, you know, what kind of vehicle do I need? What kind of trails are there? I will say that in my experience, there is really nothing very challenging in here. Now, there are some spots that kind of get washed out. There are some spots that flood sometimes. So, you know, you do want to be careful with, you know, going through those spots. If you see an area that's flooded, obviously, if you're in a two-wheel drive Toyota Corolla, don't do it. Turn around, right? Um, if you have a big old lifted truck and you think you can get through it, that's okay. For the most part though, Hoosier National Forest is gravel roads. It's mostly just gravel roads with some beautiful dispersed spots off the side. But I mean, there are probably, I don't know how many spots there are in here right now, but it feels like 50 to 70, somewhere in that ballpark. I mean, there are a ton of spots. I've come down here before and I had like five spots as my like top five spots and every single one was taken and I still every single time have found a spot. It may not be the most ideal spot. It may not be the most beautiful, the most... A uh, perfect spot, but it is a spot with a fire ring in Hoosier National Forest that I was able to find uh, pretty easily. So, you know, right now I'm in my rear wheel drive Lexus sedan because my truck is broken. So, like, you don't have to have a crazy big rig. You don't have to have a ton of stuff built into it. I'm literally sleeping in a hammock. I brought a table and a fridge with some beer in it, and that's all I'm doing. Um, so again, it doesn't, you don't have to have a ton of stuff, um, but you are not going to get the, those amenities that you may expect from like switching from a state park, like water, bathrooms, you know, the ability to wash your hands, being able to, you know, bring some sort of hand sanitizer and or wipes and things like that to keep yourself clean. There's a ton of things that you do have to think about with dispersed camping that you may not with like a state park. But again, the beauty and just the, you know, silence and all that stuff is what's in it for me. That's what I love about it. Um, so let's kind of finish up here with the tread lightly piece and sort of, again, not admonishment. I'm not trying to like 
be holier than thou or anything like that. I am an Indiana boy. I grew up in Indiana. I love coming to these woods. I loved camping in my parents' woods behind their house. I, we didn't even know what tread lightly was when I was a kid. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, throwing hate at anyone or blaming anyone, but it is becoming a huge problem and we have to address it, especially here in Hoosier National Forest. It's uh, buddy Dave Wallace the other day posted up in the Indiana Overlanders group and was like, dude, I went out to Hoosier National Forest and I pulled a bunch of nails out of trees. I picked up a ton of trash, like a full truck bed full of trash. He found a hypodermic needle somewhere stuck in a tree. Like, I mean, the craziest stuff. And I've been out here so many times that like, I'm just used to it. Like the first, when I bring my kids with me, we spend the first like 30 minutes just cleaning up a campsite. And that's not to, again, I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm better than anybody. I'm, what I'm saying is we all need to do that, right? Like it, this is, if we want to continue to be able to use this land, we have to take care of it. That's just the way that it works. Like treading lightly, coming in here, using tree straps instead of nails. You don't need to stick a nail in a tree. There's branches everywhere. We're in a forest, right? Or you could bring like an Udi, which I'll put a link in the description to below and a card up here talking about it. This thing is basically a hook with a bunch of hooks on it. You can hang it from a tree branch and then you can hang all your stuff on that and it creates absolutely no damage to the environment. Um, when you're leaving a site, put out your fire, pour some water on it, right? Make sure that your fire is 100% completely out so that it doesn't cause any problems for other people or start a fire. Um, cutting down trees, this has become a huge problem and I'll walk you around and I'll show you while I'm, you know, over top of while I'm talking here. There, I'm in a campsite right now, and I kid you not, there's just stump after stump after stump of live little like three, four inch saplings that people are just, because they're small, I guess, they feel like a badass and they want to bring their axe out here and chop it down, you know, like, don't do that. It's stupid. There's no reason that tree is alive. You're not going to burn it for firewood. There's no purpose to cut it down. You're just being an asshole, right? So don't do that stuff. Um, and again, I, this isn't me yelling at anyone or telling you, like, I, I'm not saying I'm better than, than any of you. When I was a kid, I cut down trees too, but I learned my lesson and I stopped doing that. And especially when it's not my land, I'm not going to be doing that sort of stuff, right? And again, what's happening and what I mentioned earlier is that they're starting to shut down sites, some of them temporarily and some of them permanently. And it's a huge problem. Um, again, I come down here all the time. I love this place. I want to take care of it. I want to be a good steward of Hoosier National Forest. So if you are watching this video and you want to go to Hoosier National Forest and go dispersed camping or go overlanding, please, 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 um, if you watch this video, when you do it, clean up after yourself. Clean up after other people. If you come in and there's a mess everywhere, again, I went around, I picked up a bunch of trash when I got here. Um, it doesn't take much. Bring a trash bag with you. Be prepared to take all your stuff back out with you. You can drop it off at a gas station. You can put it in your trash at your home. Do not go to the bathroom on the ground. Do not leave trash laying around. Do not stick nails in trees, right? Just clean up after ourselves so we can keep enjoying this. That way more and more people can do what we're talking about here, right? I don't want to ruin it for anybody else. I want to help bring this to other people. That's part of the reason why I kind of stopped telling people where spots were and stuff is because every time I would, I'd feel like then I'd go out there and it would be trash the next time. Um, so I have a really hard time sharing spots, not because I don't want to share spots, but because unfortunately it feels like there are more bad people out there that are wanting to do destruction to the environment and trash these sites than there are good people. So again, I'm talking to you guys, my, my all things overlanding loyal slash maybe not loyal, but people that watch me are, <laughs> are okay with me. Um, like, please, when you come out, do your best to like walk around, do a proactive sweep and like clean up stuff, pick up trash. I found a, a shotgun shell on the ground. I found a weird scrap of like fabric that I picked up earlier. I've got a big like paper grocery bag that someone just left on the ground. Like, come on, it's easy stuff. Um, so please pick up after yourself, clean up after yourself, help us preserve this area for people to come, right? Um, 
One final thing that I do want to say on that is that I think that some folks in Indiana Overlanders, and I also talked to Wannabe Overland, the, the folks that lead the guided tours a lot through Hoosier National Forest and other places, um, they're going to be trying to get some, some like group cleanups going through Hoosier National Forest, and I definitely will be involved with those. I want to come and I want to help with that stuff. But when that happens, I will post about that on all my pages. So again, if you don't follow me on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wherever, follow over there if you want to, um, because I will be posting about that stuff as soon as we get some of them together. But I want to start doing that at least a few times a year where we kind of come out proactively and really like go site to site to site and try and clean it up to help these. Because, you know, these, these forestry service people are doing their best. But like, there's there's probably going to be hundreds of people here this weekend, and if if twenty of those hundred are just trashing stuff, I mean, you can't even keep up with that. It's crazy. So again, I I love you guys. I I hope that you that you get this message without it feeling like I'm you know complaining or or throwing shade at anyone. Um, I I don't think any of you guys are doing this stuff, but we we all need to like go above and beyond, do our part, and do more to make sure that these places stay open. Right. So, um, anyways, that was the, the talking about the slight little guide here to everything that is Hoosier National Forest. I hope that that was helpful for you. Obviously, if you have questions, you're watching on YouTube, post up in the comments down below. If you have feedback, if you have, you know, things, other tips that I missed, drop those in the comments down below. I'd love to hear from you as well. Um, as I mentioned in the description down below will be links to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, we've got a Patreon page. It's awesome. We're growing every day. And these people are, you know, we have an exclusive Discord where we can all chat 24-7. We've got a uh, once a month, like, get together where we all kind of, like, hang out virtually on zoom and, and shoot a video slash podcast and then that goes up and they get to be on the podcast which is really cool um and always way more interesting than just being by me by myself which is great um but so yeah check all that stuff out in the description below and then last but not least newbie overlanders is down there as well totally free to join group on facebook i would love to have you over there um if you're newer to overlanding come and join it we'd love to have you um but so again thanks for watching thanks for listening if you're on the podcast and we will see you guys next time